Hey friends, welcome to the second episode of Let's Get Coffee. I'm your host, Jill. In this week's episode, we talk with Kendall Easley, an Austin PVCM student who's spending her summer reaching out to international students in Pigeon Forge in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Let's get started. Hey, Kendall. It's so good to see you. Um, and I'm so excited that you have decided to join us and are just kind of going to be sharing with us about your summer and what's going on um, in your life and how God is using you. So before we get started talking about your summer, give us a little bit of your testimony. All right. Um, so I didn't really grow up going to church. Uh, I was in the Southwest. It's not a popular thing. Uh, it's very, you know, frowned upon sometimes. So uh, I went occasionally, but I wasn't really committed. And um, eventually in eighth grade, I moved to Texas and I started growing regularly. And I thought, wow, like this is great. Um, and so after a few years, I just started playing church. It was kind of my thing, but nobody had really sat down and explained much to me. You know, they just assumed I knew things. And so I just I pretended I knew them. Um, and so I thought, you know, like, everything's great, but like everybody else seems to get something that I don't, I don't understand. You know, they seem to have something that I just don't have. And I thought that's fine. Um, and so I was, a, well, I skipped a year in high school, so I was technically a junior, but, uh, I was about to graduate high school. Uh, I was about 17 and I was sitting in church just as per usual. And the pastor's going on and on about this one sermon I'd already heard. So, you know, as, as a teenager, of course, why would I listen? And, um, so we're sitting there and I'm just off in space, you know, oh, pastor, I've heard this, who needs to know, I already know. Um, and he had mentioned a story um, that I kind of perked my ears up. I thought it was just wild. So he mentioned that they had a revival one day and this woman of the church, this woman who's been there her whole life. She grew up in the South. She grew up in this church and the doors open. She's at the church. She's 88 years old. And when they called an altar call, she came down. She was like, hey, listen, I've been lying this whole time. I had no idea. I don't know Jesus. I'm 88. I don't know Jesus. And I was like, what do you mean? You've been, the whole, you've been here your whole life. You, mean you don't know Jesus. And, you know, so he started talking about, like, what it means to know Jesus. And I was like, nobody's ever said that. You know, nobody's ever explained that fully. And so I was like, I don't know Jesus. I'm going to go to college not knowing God. I flipped out, um, obviously. <laughs> yeah, so um, that was the day I was like, I need God. Oh, my goodness. I need him. I need him. Um, and so definitely, I mean, that was when things started turning around. Um, and I definitely got, got into college ministry, got into missions. That's when it all started. So you didn't originally start out at Austin P. I don't know if a bunch of people know that or not. So can you kind of, no, I didn't. Us, yeah. So can you kind of give us a little bit about how you ended up, um, in Corksville and at Austin P and just all the, all the things like that? Yeah, uh, I originally went to a college in Texas for about a year, uh, and things were fine. I wasn't my favorite college. I mean, the ministry was really nice, um, but I just I didn't feel at home there. And my family decided, you know, they got uh, my stepdad got a really nice job opportunity in Clarksville, and so they took it. Um, and I didn't want to go there anymore. And they said, hey, well, there's a college here. So I said, well, why not? Um, so I transferred for my sophomore year. Okay, that's a cool story. I never, I don't think I've ever asked you that. And for my own personal self, I kind of wanted to know that too. But um, 
So you're serving in Pigeon Forge Gatlinburg area this summer. So can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing this summer and kind of like your purpose and your goal? Okay, um, so we're serving with First Baptist Pigeon Forge. They have an international ministry. Um, what I didn't know um, is that a lot of international students come to Pigeon Forge in Gatlinburg in the summer, like over a thousand every year. Um, and it's just because there's a lot of businesses here, there's a lot of tourist attractions and they need workers. Um, and so they have companies here that will bring students in um, and they're here and if, it's just like at school, they don't have any cars, they don't know where they're at, they're in somewhere new. So they need help, they need, and this is a great minister, like ministry opportunity. So what this ministry does, which is led by my two people that I'm living with, Melanie and Larry Hart, they're really great. Um, and so they saw the opportunity uh, with their church and so what it originally looked like is there they would serve meals Tuesday and Thursday and they had a laundry center um, they would do their laundry and they have bicycles they'd rent out um, this year is a little different we don't have a thousand we have um, we believe about a little over 180 coming um, and so we don't have the laundry center because of the virus thankfully we can still serve meals so that's what we're doing uh, we have a little window at the church and then we have a, a like an outdoor area so we can social distance and be safe um, and so we're doing that tuesday and thursday and on tuesday nights we do stuff with the students that's set uh, like this tuesday we're going hiking and we just take every opportunity we can to serve these students to share with these students so that's just serving meals on mondays we prayer walk we seek students out um, wednesdays we serve the community like it's a We've been blessed with food people donate so there's a lot of areas in pigeon forage that they just families that are in need so we serve meals we send them home we you know we reach out to the community we take that time um, and then we just spend we technically have like saturday friday saturday off but we want to take that time again with the students with the community anytime we can just to reach out and share with them um, so that's been really nice. We actually got a surprise opportunity to serve on Sundays. Uh, normally I thought we'd just go to church, you know, but Dollywood is here. And the surprising fact about Dollywood is that they have a church service. They have a chapel at Dollywood and the chaplain goes to the church we're serving. He needed volunteers. He, all his, most of his volunteers have been gone except for one. So he asked us if we'd serve. And so on Sundays we're serving at Dollywood, which I thought would never happen. I just never thought something would come up, but it's a really unique time. I, I'm seeing a lot of different ways um, of ministry. I never thought, you know, like as a chaplain at Dollywood, he's not there to typically for guests. He's there to serve um, the COVID employees. And it's just really nice to see. That's really awesome. That is not something that I knew either and like never really imagined like a theme park slash a resort having. But that is super awesome. Um, so you said that you're kind of working predominantly with like international students. So I know at the BCM, you are like really amazing with international students on Austin Peace Campus. Um, that's one thing that I've always admired about you is just your love for international students and how you interact with them. So can you kind of give us a little bit of insight of like when you really got started, like working with international students and just stuff kind of like that? Yeah, uh, so I grew up in Albuquerque uh, and it's full of, it's really multicultural there. We have lots of Native Americans, we have lots of Hispanic people and lots of people that have migrated from Mexico. So I kind of always grew up around, you know, multiple different cultures, different people. 
Um, and so I just really loved it. And then um, in Texas, it, I lived in a place that was like a refugee hotspot and I had no idea, but I mean, it's just full of people from every corner of the planet. Um, and it's great. It's amazing. It's such an a great opportunity to see different cultures, meet different people. Uh, so I went to school, I mean, starting from eighth grade through um, college even. So just being with them, being with their family, spending time in different people's homes, it, it's just a nice thing to see and really opened my heart and like just kind of got me attached to them. And then I get to college and it's just a major like international students. They have a great exchange program with all students from all over the world. So I was used to having thousands, not just like 28 on Austin Peace campus. I mean, just thousands of students everywhere. And it just was normal to me to have that. And so I was used to, you know, of course they don't, you know, they need help. So I was used to giving, you know, rides to Walmart or, you know, it's a store hanging out, helping them with, you know, getting used to the culture. And that's just what I got used to in the BCM there. Um, since there were so many, we would have like daily meals for different groups of people. So we'd have one for the whole campus. We'd have staff meals, we'd have Greek life, and then we'd have international time. And that was just such an intentional time to reach these students and they came. Um, and a lot of these students came from places that never, you know, they never hear of Jesus. And so it was, it was great to see that intentional, you know, that reach out right there and outreach to these students. Um, and so it just became a way of life for me. I just didn't understand. I really took it for granted. Um, and I loved it. I loved being with them. And, you know, I just, it was great for me. And then I get to Austin P and I see like 28 international <laughs> students and I'm like, well, goodness, where they are, where are they, where do they go? You know, where are they at? Um, and so I just, I didn't see much of it, like a upward, like go get these international students where like I've seen for the past couple of years, you know, go help them, go serve them. Um, and so I had to, I was like, well, why not? You know, they're, they're really fun. Go to Walmart with them. The Siri Isle is hysterical. They, they just think it's the biggest mystery ever. Uh, so if you're ever bored, that's, that's fun. I love that Kindle. And I love, I love it when you bring international students to events because they are so fun and they're just so interested in everything. We're like, Oh yeah, we've seen that before. And they're just amazed. And I love it. Um, and it, it's something that I think is such a valuable ministry. And I'm super glad that you're getting to do that this summer. Um, so can you kind of tell us a little bit about like how you ended up serving like in Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg and just kind of like this summer and kind of everything that's led up to this summer? Okay, so um, this was not my original plan, which probably comes out of almost everybody's mouth. Uh, I really wanted to plan, like, I was planning on going to Africa and teaching English. Uh, that's what I want to do with my life. And so I thought like, wow, that's a great opportunity. And the Lord had other plans. He had placed a class, you know, for the summer class. And so that wouldn't work. But Sentien lets you take classes, which thankfully they took it out of my degree completely. So uh, I get the whole summer free. <laughs> and God was just like, she's going, she's not going to Africa. But if he didn't put the class there, I would have definitely gone and just missed everything he'd said. So um you put this in my place Stacy had approached me she's like hey listen you know there's a domestic there's a Tennessee trip you should go it's working with international students and I wasn't really excited to be in Tennessee I was like I want to go somewhere else I want to get out um but it's like another world over here honestly it's just it's gorgeous it's just different I've never been over here um so I applied through Centian and they accepted and 
since COVID hit, I just was waiting for the other shoe to drop. I watched all the other trips go. Beth kept calling me saying, hey, listen, um, the trip's still on, you know, it's still going, it's still here, they still want you. We don't know what it's gonna look like. We have no idea if they're gonna get any students. We don't know what's gonna happen, but you can still serve there. You can find something to do. Um, we were always gonna be with this couple, this house we're in right now. Um, and it's just me and another teammate, she's downstairs. Um, so her and I, uh, just the only two, we're the only two Send Tennessee missionaries this summer. Um, so that's what we've been doing. We've had a lot of Zoom calls. We've had a lot of you know prayer up to this, just meeting with Beth and meeting with the missionaries. Um, and we started much later, but we got here. That's awesome. Um, and I love that. And the faithfulness of God in that is just amazing. Um, so speaking of the faithfulness of God, um, how do you see God working where you are and in your life this summer? Uh, this summer, it's, I mean, obviously, in just how we got here, and we just kept, we just keep, kept saying at every meeting, you know, God's sovereign, he, he wants this to happen, obviously, like, if he kept pulling it through, pulling it through, um, and every, we meet challenges, you know, in our ministry, and he just pushes past them, just whatever, you know, like, it's no big deal for me, I'm, you know, God, um, and so I've noticed even little things, like, we pray, like, this is a big deal, like, we're praying for anything and everything, we're going to, we see something, we're all just stop and pray about it. Um, and that's just amazing. So um, obviously the census ministry has served uh, students from all around the world. They typically keep Bibles of different languages. Um, and that's a huge challenge for certain languages. And so uh, we've, we have contacts um, from other companies that bring in students. And they said that we're gonna have a lot of Turkish students. And this ministry hasn't seen a lot of Turkish students. So it's really great. Um, and so I was like, great. So I'm trying to set up a table of Bibles. I mean, we have them up, but I just wanted them easy reach, uh, Bibles for students that I could just easily hand. So we have Thai Bibles. We're going to have a lot of Thai students, but I couldn't find any Turkish Bibles. And I was like, no, <laughs> I looked everywhere. I couldn't find any. And I was like, God, please, please. I, I just, we, I know they're hard to find, but please just give us, I mean, at least just one, anything. And um, the other day in the mail, we got 10 Turkish Bibles, just out of nowhere, 10. Um, and then we were, I was looking for Mongolian Bibles and they were very serious. They're like, we only have one. We've had one, only one for like this whole time. And I was looking and I found six more, um, just hidden in a box somewhere. Um, so he's just really faithful in that. And he's faithful in providing food, uh, for the ministry because there's been a food shortage, um, and farms around just random. I think we heard, I heard that a farm in Arkansas gave us food. I mean, they're just, we're just getting, um, you know, the supplies we need just out of nowhere, just kind of provided. Um, and he's always providing, he's always providing a way to serve or people to help. We've always had faithful volunteers. And I mean, they're older adults that, I mean, they're high risk and they're still faithful every day that we have ministry, they're there and they're willing to help us. Um, in my personal life, since I've been here, I've seen a lot of growth. I'm really kind of timid sometimes, and I try to stay safe, uh, and I don't, I don't get too crazy. Um, and so I see, like, it, getting in situations that make me uncomfortable or might be scared, and I just, um, normally I would just say no, you know, no way. Um, and just, like, in this house, like, I'm terrified of spiders. I have to admit, I'm absolutely horrified. If I see one, I'm not okay, um, and they're everywhere every every corner 
I found like five in a clump in my room. I, I lost my mind. Um, and God's like, listen, you got to sleep. I mean, you're working all the time, so you got to sleep. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to kill these spiders, you know, alone. It's like two in the morning. <laughs> I got to kill them. <laughs> I just, I'm growing and that is very uncomfortable for me. And like, sometimes I can't kill them and I just have to like do whatever I'm doing and they're there and I have to be okay with it. Um, and I just, and I see other things, you know, like today, um, my roommate's birthday is on Monday. So we got the opportunity to kind of celebrate this weekend. Um, and so she wanted to go on, she loves roller coasters. I don't like roller coasters. I don't like them, but they're scary. I don't like the drop. It's not fun for me. And so she was like, well, I really want to go on a mountain coaster. And we got the opportunity on the way. We're going to go uh, look for students. And she's like, well, we're just going to stop in on a mountain coaster. And I said, well, if it's, what you want for your birthday I will I will go um so I did that I didn't I didn't cry or anything I was fine um and I just see that personal growth I'm always having to like lean on God you know like God I'm terrified of this but I have to do it you know this is my daily life I can't just you know not live or anything I have to and I mean I see that translate into the ministry you know I don't like going up to strangers it's not something I enjoy um but now that I'm like, well, I killed like 10 spiders this morning. You know what? Who cares if I go up to some stranger? <laughs> He's not going to bite me. You know, well, probably not. Um, and so like, I, I see that translated. I'm not as terrified of, you know, talking to strangers or, you know, running up and just asking questions and doing anything like that. So I really see that growth. Girl, that's awesome. And I feel you about the spiders. I hate bugs so much. Like, I, I'm not as brave as you. I can definitely not kill a bug. I hate them. They're the bane of my existence. Um, okay, on to the next question. Um, what is something that you're leaning on this summer? Like a, whether it's like a certain passage of scripture or just something like that. Um, I've just been leaning on like God is my refuge. He's my rock. I've been in the Psalms a lot. Um, so one of the ones I, I just read that he's like, he's in charge of the wind. He's in charge, you know, he's in charge of everything. He's describing every little thing on earth. Um, and he made it. And I'm like, yeah, like he did that. And he's in charge of this. He keeps bringing me here. He brought me here. And I don't know why, but I'm just going to trust him. And we've been doing a lot of prayer again, I, um, like everything, everything we do, prayer, prayer. And um, he's put a lot of, um, you know, godly, mentors into my life this summer um the two that i'm living with mel and larry they're very you know prayerful we have bible study they're always pouring into us anytime we see anybody from the church they're pouring into us they're saying you know prayer is important so i'm really leaning on that anytime i have something come up you know talk to god about it and that's really hard sometimes during the semester you know you do pray but not like every second just automatically you know you're sometimes you're busy going to class you're here you're there just constant motion and you just forget to pray and you forget to like seek out opportunities as I pray I start to seek out more opportunities for ministry like at the coffee shop around the corner there's it's just run by two people um and they're the friendliest people ever but you know I don't know if they know Jesus so I'm trying to build that relationship trying to do that and as I do that I'm praying even more um and just leaning on that leaning on the fact that like I need God he's you know the person I gotta lean on I can't just trust me and sometimes I feel like I get that way during the semester when I'm busy I'm like oh well I've done this before it doesn't matter well we don't know anymore like this ministry would have been set you know they know exactly what to do but we don't know you know they're used to having 500 students a day not four so 
um, that's hard to know how much lemonade to make, how much food to cook, where to, you know, where to reach out to, what to do, you know, all the tactics are different. Everything is different. Um, we're having to just really pray and lean on him and just see what he has for us. Girl, that's so awesome. And I think that prayer has been like a definite, like a definite big point in a lot of people's lives this summer and just for a long time now. Um, so I, I didn't send you this question um, earlier, but what is the piece of advice that you would give um, for our friends at school and whoever else may listen to this podcast? Um, definitely seek out ways to serve. I mean, right here, I'm, I thought I was just coming for international students. I wasn't thinking about, I mean, I'm glad to serve the community, but that wasn't top on my list. You know, I wasn't thinking about that. I wasn't thinking about, you know, trying to reach out to these people at just the coffee shop I hit up all the time. I wasn't thinking about, you know, approaching people at Dollywood that are there to ride a roller coaster, not, you know, talk about Jesus. Um, and they're willing, you know, I was always so terrified to go approach people, but I had to do that today, you know, seeking out students today. Uh, I know a lot of people I approached, you know, weren't for the church. They you know, seemed pretty angry, but they were willing to talk to me. They were willing you know, to ask more questions. Um, so definitely just be in prayer, just like, well, God, where can I serve you? Where can I share? Where can I build a relationship? You know, that's really an unlikely places that I've seen this summer, very unlikely things I would just miss in my daily life. Um, if I weren't here and if it wasn't like my main focus, I might've missed it. Oh, that's so awesome. And that's wonderful advice, even, you know, as we move on into like the next, like in the, into the fall semester and just in life in general. Um, is there anything else before we get to the last little portion of our podcast that you would like to add? Um, any stories or anything like that? Hmm. We've had some crazy times. Um, I mean, we've, we've met lots of students. Um, we've met really excited students. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> just thinking of all the stories. Um, we've run into a couple. Uh, one was here a few years ago, and she, like, um, we walked in on Monday. We prayer walk, and we go to businesses and, like, advertise, you know, what we're doing. And this one girl saw us. <laughs> like, I know it. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and it's like she was just thrilled. She's thrilled to see us. Um, her name's Claire. She's from the Philippines. Um, and she's going to be here. She's been here all summer. She didn't get trapped here, but she's an intern. And so she's telling all her friends, she's like, listen, listen. Uh, she came to us uh, one day. We met her friends. We didn't know they were her friends. They're from Thailand. And uh, she said, I was telling my friends about you at dinner. So excited. <laughs> telling your friends about you at dinner. Like, talk about me all the time. Okay, sure, tell everybody. She's, I'm telling everybody about you. I said, go for it, you know, they can all come. We have food for them. Girl, I love that. Um, okay, so I have two questions left. Um, and the first one is, how can we be praying for you and your teammate and just the ministry that you guys are doing? Um, definitely just to keep us motivated. I mean, it's hard to seek out students. There's a million places they could be working in Pigeon Forge. Half are going to Gatlinburg. I know there's a ministry there. That's a way you can be praying for that ministry to reach these students in Gatlinburg because we're not there that often. Um, but I know they're, they're reaching them there. But here it's difficult. Uh, people aren't with the virus going on. They're not 
as pleased to have international students. They might not want to be willing to work with us um, and just give them jobs and opportunities. So they already, the ones that are coming, um, had most of them have jobs set up, but it's just trying to get the jobs. They have to quarantine, they have to do this. And so we're having trouble with that um, and just safe flights for them. Most of them aren't here yet. There are some students that have been trapped here. We have 10 Ecuadorian students that are trapped uh, across the street from our church. They've been stuck here since uh, spring break. Uh, thankfully, the hotel that's staying in is letting, they know their situation is letting them stay there for free because they their visas run out so they can't work anymore. Uh, so that's just a way we can be praying to get these students in and for the community as well on Wednesday nights to reach out to all these different places. Uh, we've only gotten to one so far, but there's I think two or three others to just pray for them and their situation. A lot of them are excited for us to come serve um, for food and stuff, but they really have been questioning, you know, I need God. Do I need God? And that's what came up when we were just inviting them to the church for food. They were just like, Jesus, wow. And there's, there's definitely a spark there. There's definitely a hunger, you know, for the word there. Uh, so just time to reach out and all of that, just trying to get to them. Girl, I love that, and we'll definitely be praying for you. Um, I'll be praying for you. So this last question I have for you is kind of a fun question. So a lot of us know that you love tea. So can you give us a summer tea recommendation? Summer tea recommendation. Like what's your favorite tea to drink during the summer? Oh, I mean, I love hot tea, but in the summer, I go iced. I like an iced black tea. Uh, some caffeine. I've been trying to seek some out. There's just a lot of coffee, which I'm fine with. I love coffee. Um, there's like iced, um, oh my goodness. It's like a hibiscus kind of ice. That's nice. Yeah. But if you like black tea, just, just go plain old sweet tea. That's fine. I haven't found it here. We only have one Chick-fil-A. Girl. There's no Zaxby's. Man, Kendall, what are you eating up there? Nothing. <laughs> I'm eating salad <laughs> every day. <laughs> I'm trying to. Eat, I'm trying to be good. Um, yeah, but we've drinking a lot. We drink a lot of coffee, like the missionaries. I love coffee. I mean, I drink tea more often, but I'll drink coffee. So they love coffee downstairs. We have a whole little apartment downstairs, and our kitchen is full of coffee pots from around the world. Um. So it's it's really good. Yeah. But definitely my fave is ice black tea. Ice black tea. Interesting. I don't think I've ever had that. Um, but I might try that now, Kendall, that you suggested. It's pretty good. You always have good tea recommendations. Like I, I usually do. I like a, I mean. Yeah. I admire, there's a tea house here. Yeah. I admire your T-Rex. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Kendall. Um, Thank you for having me. It's been so fun talking to you. And I'm so excited. Um, to see how the Lord is using you and continuing to use you in all the really awesome ways this summer. Hey friends, thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Let's Get Coffee. Be sure to check out our social media on Tuesdays and Thursdays as we post mission-related content that will help you live missionally here and now. We'll see you next time.